cliffcentral.com. This show contains adult content. If you find it offensive, please go to the cliffcentral.com website where there's a show for you. Central.com. It is Friday morning. This is Sex Talk with John T. Searle and some beautiful, wonderful, exciting and smart people in the studio this morning. Thank and you, radio. Thank you. Thank you. Unscripted. So I wasn't talking about you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and uncensored. So. Claire and Stuart are with us, which is so cool. I really enjoy being here with you guys. Thank Thank you so much. Thanks for having us. We can't hear you. Stuart, we can't hear you because your mic's Hello. And it's not even his accent. (laughs) (laughs) If you push the right button, it happens. (laughs) Magic. Mm. Push my button. So what is fantastic this morning is we have a... What do you want it? Up or down or what? Uh, a bit in up. or out? <laughs> in, right. in, but in. Now <laughs> closer to the G spot. Closer. That? Okay. Should we look away? <laughs> no, never. Oh, I'm an exa- I like to, to, to be watched. Okay. So we have an exciting new thing of how you can contact us. We have a WhatsApp number, which is, you've got the number. Yeah, I do. But I just need to tell people Sorry. the whole Cliff Central team can see it and it's not, you can't erase it. So if you send a voice note or a picture, know that. Well, we can also challenge people's sensibilities a little bit. I mean, we can make it a little bit of a learning curve for Lucas and some other people. Just maybe not not very vivid pictures of uh, genitals would be lovely. Greg is asking. Gareth might use it for his own, you know, to, in his own network. So yeah, the number is. It's brand new, so we yeah. are loving it. It's uh, plus two seven if you're from overseas. That's uh, zero zero plus two seven seven nine seven four eight two zero nine zero. So, we're talking about one of the most important aspects of oral sex this morning. (laughs) (laughs) And a demonstration, clearly. There we go. Uh Um, They're starting to blush just a little bit. Never knew that you could run indoors. Claire's blushing. Stuart's getting silent. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to wipe the smile off my face. So one of the most important aspects of oral sex is communication, <laughs> which is one of the most important skills in life, full stop, but one of the most important aspects of a relationship. And nobody teaches us how to do this. And through the years of working with so many people, so many issues can actually firstly be resolved with the right communication. Hmm. And more than that, never have to come up in the first place. So it's one of those things, and we are talking about this quite a lot last week, where we spoke about the idea that prevention is better than cure, which simply means that if you learn certain skills, some of the problems never come up in the first place because of the framework that you put them in. And then we're going to extend that a little bit into sexual communication and how to talk about that, which is really cool. Okay. But first (laughs) – Uh, first. <laughs> Twitter back. 
Ian. Today's dirty dictionary word is klezmophilia. 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 <laughs> you can't hear because you don't have headphones on. No. So let's give you. It's klezmophilia. Let's give you these. There we go. And it's not a sex disease because it's a philia. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It sounds like it. Any though. idea, Stuart? Klezmophilia. Klezmophilia. No. no. No idea at all. Okay. Do we get any clues? Yes, it's a sex term. It's a sex term. <laughs> um, yeah, a clue. Um, is it PH or F philia? PH. Ah, that helps me nothing. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but you sound a, smart. Yeah, that was a stalling tactic. <laughs> it's <That's laughs> Because whether it's a PH or an F makes absolutely no difference. Is it a, chariz- is it a charismatic philia? <laughs> John D, let's just cut. Cut to the chase. Nobody let's knows. Say, let's say involves liquid. Hmm. Involves liquid. Liquid. Uh, yeah, liquid. <laughs> liquid. Kind Bo- of bodily body? fluids. Bodily? No. No. Well, oh. yeah, but okay. Jundi looks more more confused than us. So just let's, let's just leave it. <laughs> not sure we want to know. Okay. Of course you want to know. Is it? What do you mean you don't want to know? It's fluids and stuff, and it's not bodily. Yes. Well, no. It is bodily. Okay. It's kind of lots of things. Okay. It's, bodily, it's you know, yeah, it's I kind of bodily to towards. It, it's bodily towards the end. Is it? And the, that's an interesting clue in itself. To towards bodily the end. Is it the filling of your klezmia? Ah, <laughs> oh, now you see, that's a good question, I so and that's Google a it. fantastic clue. Oh, really? Mm. So, so it does fill up or empties yes. out? Hey, it might do both. <laughs> it sounds like it's like the the the, the thrill of filling someone's bladder. Is that right? No, <laughs> have more. You're to kind drink. of you're in the neighbourhood. Jonathan just gave us the idea of how do you start sec- sexual communication with humour. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's yeah. a very good start. Because if you can't laugh about it, then you know we have a problem. Yeah. Okay, so think on these things. Don't drop my klezmophilia. Yeah. And, uh, Don't touch my klezmophilia. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's nice to have your klezmophilia. Oh my goodness. Sometimes in certain ways. Mm. I'm it's, very it's, tempted to pick my phone up now and Google yeah, it. Me too. It's, it's, it's quite an acquired uh, experience, let's say. Okay. It might not be. Hmm. At some point, you might have the experience, and all of a sudden, something inside will go. Mm. Let's practice that. Mm. <laughs> I sound a bit like a Yemen night. Mm. <laughs> okay, so we will come back to klezmophilia. Okay. Okay, let's talk about communication. So any questions that you guys out there have, please message us on our WhatsApp number. Send in your thoughts, send in your pictures. Never mind what Tamar said. <laughs> Just send the pictures. <laughs> Never mind what Greg Scratch said. That. Never mind what Greg said. You know, a while ago, it was probably about a year ago or more, I don't know, something came up on a show and I said, I really think that ginger pubic hair is very sexy. So while after that, my personal WhatsApp number just got kind of flooded with all these interesting pictures. I still send and you we good were, night messages. Yes, like that. you do. And they're fantastic. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so we, we were thinking earlier about what's going to come through on this number and It'll be an interesting education. For just some note people. that, John T. Should voice we start notes, requests? Yeah, voice notes. <laughs> just remember, WhatsApp is confusing. People send messages to their girlfriends, or to, instead of the girlfriends, to their mothers. Yeah. You know, very similar names. Just look at the number before you send those messages. It's like yeah. an email. Picture. Yeah. Yeah. 
Just check who you're sending check the picture. It to. And remember, if you send a picture, it's public. Yeah. And that's it. You can't take it back. No, you can't take it back. So that's the scary thing. Yeah. It is scary. We had a few shows about it with Liron, with other techie geeks, like the sexy one in the room. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's impossible to control it. You need to be responsible. I've yeah. never actually made the mistake where I've lost of times thought I've made the mistake. I've made panicked the mistake. for a few seconds. You have? Yeah. Yeah. Who have you sent it to? Drops. I have. I've made the mistake. No, you just it doesn't matter even if you send it to somebody and you break up. Not hectically, but I've made the mistake. I call it revenge porn. How do you call this term? Mm. Revenge yeah, yeah. revenge yeah. porn, yeah. Is that yeah. Mm. Yeah. Okay, communication. Yes. It's one of the most important aspects of a relationship and nobody really teaches us how to communicate. Hmm. And mm. so here's some of the stuff that happens. The first thing is that we have this inner world, which means I have an amazing understanding of the way that I think yep. and the way that I look at the world. Yep. And that understanding has been part of me probably from the time I was conceived yep. and developing that. Mm -hmm. You have no clue what my inner world is. No. That's the simple truth. Yeah. So you hold up the bottle of water. You see it one way. I look at it. I see it totally differently. Yeah. Until you tell me what you see with that, I have absolutely no idea. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That's the first thing. Yeah. But what that often leads to is the assumption that you know exactly what I'm talking about. Of yeah. course. Yeah. And it doesn't happen. So we end up talking about oranges and bananas. Instead yeah. of talking about cherries. You say potato, I say potato. And True. if we were talking about potato, potato, it would be the same thing because we're still talking about the same thing. Mm. Yeah. But we're often talking oh, about cherries and falafel. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Instead of what love means the to same me. thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And that becomes a huge issue. Okay. And it's an assumption that we make. Yeah. Yeah. Then we don't often feel that we are heard. Yes. And that is a huge thing. So we get really frustrated. We get really stressed about that. And as soon as we feel heard, immediately so much stress about any communication actually disappears. Yeah. And okay. that becomes so important. Then there's a fear of what happens if I really express myself. Yes. Because yeah. enormous fear of rejection. Of course. Upsetting somebody. Of anger. So we tend to hold an enormous amount inside of us. Okay. Yeah. And then one of the biggest things is that we don't know how to listen. Yeah. And there's this thing going around on social media. It comes up every now and then. You know, these little sayings that come up all over Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and stuff. And every now and then this one comes up. It says that we talk or we have conversations to talk, not to listen. Yeah. Yes. Or we listen to reply, not to understand. Yes. Mm. Yeah. And often they're very much, they're yeah. very, very different. Yeah, it's quite difficult to talk to someone sometimes who's got an obvious agenda. So they yes. want to get something across, so they're not really listening to what you're saying. They're just using it as an opportunity. And just going transmit. over whatever you say. Yeah. <laughs> nice try. Oh, okay. <laughs> so... We just need to keep a note of all these little statements so we know exactly. It's recorded. To, it's a podcast. I'm going to cut for clips. Yeah, cut yeah. for so. little clips. No, we were just come, we were on the phone to somebody the other day about our, our dog, and she just kept going on and on and on and over and over. And any questions we asked, she just kind of blanked us completely. Or so talked over the top of us. It's yeah. very frustrating. And I mean, I'm not even in a relationship with the woman. Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, sweetie, John so, T. Searle. John T. Searle. Go to him. Yeah. So, so one of the biggest things with that comes this incredible need to be right. Yes. 
oh. almost at all costs, which means we don't listen. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and not only just to be right, to be acknowledged as being right. Yeah. But, so to, but don't you find that maybe it's not about being right? It's, I mean, could if you are mature enough, you could understand that it's right for you and that the, what's right for somebody else. So there are two different sort of perspectives. To yeah, something. there are. Absolutely. And it, it becomes a question of ultimately what becomes more important. Right. And the cost of being right is often enormous. Yeah. And I learned this years ago. One of the very first growth workshops that I did, everybody got a little nickname. Okay. So I was 21, 22. Um, my nickname was Righteous Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> How long had they known you before they gave you that nickname? About half a day. It's the Indian, the Indian traditional uh, name. About half a day. Righteous Asshole. <laughs> and he will be called. <laughs> Next to I have to tell you, it brings up this really funny story. <laughs> And I can't remember the exact details. There's this woman who's going to be a fantastic something. And she's very set on how she thinks things should be. And her father can see something's going wrong with this. So he said, I'd really like you to go and see this amazing teacher. And he's going to teach you something that can really help you relax and find a path that's going to help you be happier. Okay. So off she goes. She meets this amazing guru. And he says, I'm going to teach you a meditation mantra. You're going to, in two parts. And you're going to do the first part for six weeks. You're going to come back. I'm going to teach you the second part. And you're going to do that for six weeks. When you get that and it really drops and the penny drops, your life is going to change. And he's charging an absolute fortune for this. Okay. So it says, the first part of the mantra is, I am an. Say? I am an. 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 So off she goes for six weeks. She comes back. She says, I've been doing it for six weeks. and I've really got it. I am an. Say it again. I am an. I am an. Said the second part. I am an. I am an. Us. I am an. Us. Okay. Sounds really spiritual. I am a Johnny, am I doing it right? Yeah. <laughs> and when you get that, Which that's when that? communication can there's a clismophilia clue. <gasps> as hell. It is in the as hell. I was gonna say I am an Oh clearly. Obviously my head is in the gutter and yours is not. But that's cute. Yeah. Okay, so when we get out of that idea, that's when we can actually really start doing things. So, there's also this enormous disconnect and gap between what happens in my brain and what comes out of my mouth. Right. <laughs> Which means what I think and what I say are not necessarily the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And that becomes an enormous problem. Because I'm thinking it, I think that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. it's not. Mm. Yeah. There's just a simple disconnect in that. Tonal as well, maybe. So many different things. And because I'm thinking it, it's so clear to me. Yes. And you expect the other person to know what you're thinking as well. It's like when you start a conversation (laughs) mid-sentence, which happens to me a lot. (laughs) I expect you to know exactly what I'm talking about. (laughs) Because we assume that you understand that. Yeah. Yeah. And after so many years of being together… Yeah. You know, you say two words and your partner immediately says, I know exactly what you're going to say. Mm. So we don't even listen to 
the rest of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's very frustrating very, sometimes very as well. Frustrating. You know, in Chinese, they keep the most important part of the sentence in the end. My ex-boyfriend studied Chinese for a few years, and he said it's amazing. the The person will not understand you if he doesn't listen through the end. And really to the last word, it wow. can change the whole wow. meaning of the mm. sentence. That's fascinating. So that's, at least the intention is there. Mm. You can start, but we are like, we just think mm. yeah. quick, 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 never yeah. mind what the other person yeah. says. If Chinese language is that way, that must affect the way they think in every way. They must, yeah, yeah, they might it's have actually, sex much better. Yeah. Yeah. Because, <laughs> because our language and our life and experience are incredibly linked. Yeah. Mm. And it's very interesting because on a lot of the workshops and retreats, we keep asking people, how are you feeling? Yeah. yeah. And the first thing that comes up with it is <clears throat> the sensual and emotional vocabulary a lot of us have is actually quite limited. Okay. Yeah. So we use words to describe our experiences. Right. If our language is limited, often the way we talk about our experience will be limited and the depth of experience. Mm. Yeah. Which becomes really interesting. Mm. So you go around a group of people, like we did a really special water massage experience as a gift for wow. some friends leaving the country last wow. night. Amazingly wow. deep and beautiful. <laughs> and you ask people, how are you feeling? And about three quarters of the group will use pretty much the same words. Really? And then you say, okay, so Relaxed. what's underneath that? <laughs> go mm-hmm. deeper. It's like, you know, you go talk to an Eskimo. They will tell you, I don't know how many different kinds of snow there are. Yeah. I was going to say they'll say, I'm feeling cold. <laughs> yeah. But they'll say there's this kind of snow and this and this. And this. We go overseas, we see snow, we say snow. Mm. Yeah. yeah. make a difference. But yeah. they'll see all of these different shades of it. Yeah. yeah. So when you really start communicating deeply, your vocabulary and your emotional vocabulary needs to expand. Right. Mm. Then there's a difference between what I am saying and what you are hearing. Mm. And this is one of the biggest disconnects. Mm. Then it's also important to differentiate between thoughts and feelings. Okay. Okay. So yeah. I need to talk I need to be able to express both of them. Yeah. But I need to know the difference because a feeling is often greater to the truth than a thought. Okay. okay? Yeah. The truth will always be more in the feelings yeah. than the thought. Okay. But this is a lot of very, this has been very, very self aware, isn't it? It's really analyzing the way you behave, the way you think, the way you communicate with other people. But if you want to be effective, you have to do that. Yeah. But I'm just thinking that for me personally, I think that's something that, that comes with, with age as well. I think mm-hmm. it's, you say we don't, we're never taught these things. It's actually quite difficult to teach, isn't it? Because you have to get to a, a point in your life where you're comfortable and you know, and, and you learn a lot of things by trial and error. You do, but if you look at it, and I'm going to teach you guys a way of actually doing this that puts it in a framework okay. that says this can actually be a learned skill Great. to exactly. some degree. Okay. It's, not, it's not so hard no. as it's, not, it's untapped. Yeah. No, yeah. And yeah. often it, it becomes a skill like anything else. Mm. And, and the younger that we actually learn the skill, the easier that becomes. Okay. Does that mean it's too late for me? I'm sorry, Stuart. <laughs> I think you, I suspect you have to leave the studio. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's been, it's, uh, 
You know, we'll find you someone Just, nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, so, so thought I'm safe here. No, thank you. I'm verbalizing. <laughs> and I opened up. Didn't like the way you smiled then, Claire. <laughs> oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> it is a skill. You can learn it and you feel yeah. it. Then you all of a sudden you feel the difference as it as and you use it. But don't you think people um are kind of it's not about fixing you know it's not about the way i speak it people are very i need to say things the way i say them and you need to understand what's going on yeah but you know what also I mean? goes with the rightness of it okay yeah instead of it's, saying what is the point of the communication mm. and if the point is to create greater understanding or greater resolution that becomes a very different way of communicating. Right. So generally, we go into a communication, and I'm going to put this in the context of relationship and partner. Okay. And this is not about everyday issues. Okay. Because when you see how this works, then you'll understand it's going to drive you mad to do this about everyday stuff. Okay. Yeah. So it's about stuff that you want to talk about, you want to share, that's important. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We go into communication wanting generally one of six things from a communication. I want to fight. Mm. Hmm. Sometimes that's valid and important. Yeah. I need a vent. Yeah. So I've had a really lousy day. I need a vent. I need to get rid of a whole lot of stuff. I need to listen. Yeah. I want to tell you where I am with something is the third one. This yeah. is what I'm feeling about this. This is what I'm thinking about. Okay. I want to know where you are on an issue. Okay. This is what I think. Mm. What do you think? We need a resolution. We need a solution is the fifth one. Okay. Sixth one is I'm not 100% sure, but I need to talk. Okay. Yeah. So if we have some clarity on what we want from the communication, immediately that becomes easier. Okay. Because I can tell you. And immediately um. that takes that Assumption and expectation out of the equation. Yeah. For, yeah, because yeah. if I don't know what you expect from me, yeah. I don't really know what to do. Yeah. I'm listening to you. Yeah. Do you want me to talk? Do you want me to just listen? Do you want a solution now? or What do you want? Yeah. And immediately that starts putting things in a very, very different context. That's yeah. the age-old battle with male and female communication, mm -hmm. isn't it? Quite often men try to fix things. Yes. So a, a woman will say, oh, I've had a terrible day. My boss did this. That yeah. happened. And, so and men come up with solutions when they're just like, sure. Yeah, listen. but you're right. <laughs> if I phone you up and I say, Stuart, I've got a problem. And you yeah. say, what's the problem? Yeah. And I tell you and you say, this is what you can do. Yeah. And I phone Claire and I say, Claire, I've got a problem. And Claire, oh, tell me about it. Yeah. <laughs> and an hour later, yeah. we're still talking about yeah. it. Yeah. And often that is the difference. Yeah. Which means that if I tell you what I want from the communication, that starts That's to change. Really yeah. Very yeah. clever. Because immediately we know what's expected. So how do you go about doing that? Do you say, okay, I want to vent, and then you sit down? Yes. Or, oh, okay, that's easy enough. <laughs> yeah. So you I've don't had this really head. lousy day. I really need to vent and get rid of the stuff, and I just need you to listen to me for five minutes. Okay. I don't need you to say anything. I just need to get rid of it. Okay. But I need to get rid of it to a somebody, and you're somebody. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Easy. No, it makes sense. I mean, it, it does involve you, especially with a vent. Because quite often that just spontaneously erupts. Yeah. So you, I suppose you do need to actually be able to, probably at the first interruption, then say, 
actually no all I want to do is vent yeah. now mm. yeah. I think you do that already Claire. <laughs> do I? yeah but okay. it becomes really important because as soon as that expectation <laughs> is clear yeah then it's real mm. real easy yeah. also you learn not to take advantage or abuse this, this space mm. so it's not I want to vent you know half an hour later you know the, the girl let's do it now yes, let's pretend let's pretend the yeah. guy was wanted to vent <laughs> and the girl's just sitting and saying okay you want to vent but I also have opinions and also you know every time you want to vent is going to be on me so it's also important everything we do with consciousness and Jonty said it so beautifully yesterday and I hope you will repeat it about that it's inappropriate not mm. To love, and it's in, well, you say it much better than me, but it's also inappropriate not to communicate. And you know, everything we do with consciousness, we just do it with, we don't abuse it. Mm. So we do it in a, in a space of, yes, I'm selfish, or I need to be selfish in order to be really a part of a relationship, because I need to know me and I need to take mm. care of me. In the same time, not abusing my partner. Yes. But yeah. the consciousness will bring that. Yes. What it also does is it starts forcing us to own what's ours. Okay. And that's really important because my feelings are mine. Mm. Yeah. If I'm going to get angry about something, you might be the trigger for that, but the anger is mine. Mm. So I actually have a choice in what to do with that. But I first have to acknowledge and own that the feelings are mine. It's not what Mm. you are doing that's making me angry. It's the fact that you're breathing that makes me angry. <laughs> in which case, is that directed at me? In which case, do you, is no? your passport up to date? <laughs> it certainly is. I carry it with me all the time now. <laughs> there we go. Wherever I go, good exit strategy. <laughs> I'm just a passenger. But it forces us to own what's ours. Mm. Yeah. And that becomes so important because if I can say, this, I am angry, this was the trigger for my anger. But if the anger's mine, immediately I can start to see what I'm bringing to the situation. Mm. And immediately that starts to become very, very different. Because I can do something with that. If it's my anger, if it's my frustration, if it's my disappointment, that's coming from my expectation of how something should be Mm. instead of how something is. Mm. Mm. And if I can own that, then I can say, okay, we can actually do something with this. There's mm. a greater possibility of resolution. Yeah. Uh, the, but I have to own it first. The, 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 it yeah, makes okay. sense what you're yeah. saying. Because, <laughs> no, because the, um, the problem with anger as well is you, you're not clear on, you know, mm. you suddenly go into blind fury, if not yeah. even that, or whatever. Your thoughts are jumbled. You mm. can't say what you want to say, like me just five seconds ago. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and I think if you sit back and you own your anger and why you're angry, it probably brings clarity to it and you can actually yeah. have your, your what am I discussion do with problem. And the more yeah. that you go through the layers and the levels of this, you find out how much actually is just yours. Yeah. Yeah. And that becomes fascinating and huge. Mm. And then you realize almost that everything that you've ever really been angry about is with yourself. Mm. Yeah. Everything hurtful that you've ever really done has been hurting you. Yeah. Even though it was outwards and there's no question that we hurt other people. And when you love, you are going to hurt somebody and they are going to hurt you. Yeah. It's an absolute given. Yeah. But the more that you own yours in it, the more choice you have in what you're going to do with that. Mm. So – I have to have to, and it's one of the most important things. That's where self-knowledge comes in. 
what mm. you were saying earlier. Yeah. But the earlier in life that we learn that, the yeah. earlier we can learn to do that. Like mm. for a long time in my life, I struggled with the expression of anger. I can't imagine that. Uh, I can't imagine you angry ever. Yeah. But to say. Yeah, for him as well. There was but, a struggle. But to say that I am angry and mm. I can still love you. I can still talk to you. So more than one emotion, feeling can be in one place at one time. Mm. I don't yeah. have to come from the anger. I don't have to come from the hurt. Yeah. yeah. I can acknowledge it. It's, say, it's real anger management, isn't it? Because yes. you're not saying you can't feel that emotion. No, I'm feeling it. You're I just, am angry. Yeah. But I don't have to come from yeah. that anger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's no resolution with that. Mm. So I might need to say, listen, I'm really angry. I'm incredibly pissed off about this. Yeah. I get it out, and then I say, okay, now what do we do with that? Yeah. yeah. So yeah. you want a really fascinating exercise with this. Become aware of how many times you use the word but Okay And it's synonyms I love your boat I knew that was coming <laughs> yes. Don't take this personally but. but You know you're going to get nailed I trust I mean, you how I trust you but yeah. Yeah. And instead you put the word nice and there mm. And see how you can make that sentence Different okay. And that becomes fascinating my fear with things like this is that I always I get <laughs> so locked up in my thoughts that I don't actually speak. I just freeze. I think, mm. ah, how am I going to put this? You can record <laughs> voice notes so. to sex talk, and we will send it to Claire <laughs> and, uh, and everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that becomes the first thing. You simply take the word "but" out of the equation. How yeah. can I put "and" there? Becomes very, very different. So okay. the first thing is the clarity on what do I want from the communication. And as soon as I can tell you, it's easy. Yeah. Because then we both know what the expectation is. Mm. Yeah. And if the expectation is simply, I just want to talk. Okay. Yeah. Easy. Then. I suppose it takes the pressure of the other person as well. Yes. You know. It does. It just can't happen all the time. All the time. It can't be, uh, like we said earlier, it can't, you've got to be conscious of the fact that it is a privilege to have that opportunity. Yeah. And you can't always, hang on a minute, I want to vent. <laughs> yes, yeah. I know it's the 10th time today, but I just want to vent. <laughs> now you be quiet and I'll speak. <laughs> Next step is this. You decide who's going first. Okay. So let's say Claire's going first. Always. Always. <laughs> yeah, let's say Claire's going first. <laughs> For argument's for, sake, yes. Claire is going Oh my God, first. she's giving him the finger. That's not a healthy sexual communication unless it's in somebody's body. No. Okay. She doesn't oh, that's it. But again, that, With a tongue better. With a tongue. But again, better. that could be part of the preparation for klismophilia. You see, we keep coming back to that this morning. So, okay. She's licking the finger yeah, now. We need some lube for this. We need, saliva is not a are good we playing, lube. Are we playing? Is it a, is it, is a movie? Is not a good lube. <laughs> okay. Book. Book. So you decide who's going first. Claire's going to go first. Of course. If you have a lot to say, you have to break it down. Okay. Yeah. Because we cannot take in 10 minutes of stuff. Like you really, you know, you send somebody a message and you send them 10 messages or this whole long thing and then you say, what do you think? And they don't even know how to respond because yeah. you've given too much stuff. Yeah. 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 Give me one little thing at a time. Okay. Give me a paragraph or a okay. point. Especially when talking to a man. 
To a mum? A man. Okay, a man. When you talk to your mum, take it slow. Just don't tell her everything. I didn't. So very simply, one point at a time. Then you say, I'm finished. Okay. Then, this is where it gets really interesting. You sit quietly for one full minute. See, all of these don't work for me. Not for women, 30, not for Israelis. Clan. 30 se- <laughs> not 30 seconds, not 5 seconds, 60 seconds. One full 60 second Awkward. Mm. Awkward. Because. <laughs> I can't even do it now. I don't sit still. I don't not talk. Because. But this because. is because after my first two or three words, you're ready to jump down my throat. Mm. You're ready to finish the sentence because you think you've heard it all before. Uh-huh. And you're ready to say exactly the same thing that you've been saying for however long. Yeah. 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 In that minute, what you've said, the whole thing is actually going to sink in a little bit more. And okay. instead of just opening my mouth to change feet, maybe I'll take both feet out of my mouth yeah. or put something else in that could be kind of interesting <laughs> and think a little bit. Before I reply, I'm glad I'm going first. <laughs> <laughs> Never keep it short. Remember, love it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> then the next step, you give back to Claire exactly what she's given to you. So this is where that disconnect between my brain and my mouth starts to get cleared up, and between my mouth and your ear starts to get cleared up. Because if you give that back to me, it doesn't have to be the exact words, but it simply says, this is what you're telling me. Clever. Very clever. So that means that we start talking about cherries instead of oranges and bananas. Yes, you're actually listening. Yes, because immediately we're talking about the same thing. Mm. If what Stuart gives back is not what you said, you do not say... I stab him. I'm not listening to you. <laughs> okay. I think we should. Oh, Jonty, what about bodyguards? We can add bodyguards to the package. Please read today our package in Cliff Central. We're advertising. Talk to your loved one with a guard. <laughs> I think this might help a future oh, court case. This is, I, I could kidding. use this as evidence. <laughs> okay. So, okay. So, mm. you give back what she has said. Yeah. yeah. If he does not, you don't say, you're not listening to me. Because as soon as you do that, you get defensive mm-hmm. and you yeah. think, so why should I carry on? You say, yeah. that's not what I said. Mm-hmm. This is what I said. And eventually you're going to get that right. What happens with that immediately is you've been heard. Yeah. And mm-hmm. as soon as you feel like you've been heard, you can take a breath. And also it's not as, maybe not as bad as it was Because that stress level drops yeah. radically. Yeah. 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 Then two choices. Either you're going to carry on with your next point mm-hmm. or... You're going to respond. She fixes it. And then. That's the problem. She fixes it. And then you're going to do exactly the same thing. When Mm. Stuart's finished, he's going to say, I'm finished. Yeah. And you are going to wait for a minute. A whole minute. You might have to sit on your hands. (laughs) You might have to. You might have to. And you can't do voice notes or like, you know, like pictures or Instagram. You can't, right? (laughs) But when you do that, immediately the stress drops. Yeah. Yeah. And when I know it's expected, it becomes. So much easier to manage And the biggest thing about it is We start listening Yeah mm. Yeah And then you find that a lot of things <clears throat> That we need solutions to Will come much easier and quicker 
Yeah. Because we can get into a much deeper place. Or you have the possibility of saying, I don't know what I think or feel about that yet. Do you think it could also be an opportunity as well to realize that you actually don't communicate very well? Yes. So you actually realize when it gets repeated back to you, no, obviously not of you. Of course, not, not you. you not <laughs> you. No, 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 that's a no, general statement. About You're really good with criticism, actually. You're really you. good. I can see the overachiever yeah. here. Yeah, for anyone who's listening, I thought she was yeah. going to hit me then. But it does because <laughs> it really starts you making aware of are you waffling? Yeah. Are you yeah. babbling? Or yeah. are you saying what you're actually thinking and what you're actually feeling? Yeah. Because I can imagine like hysteria also kicks in and mm. you just kind of like and you know you're close and to somebody, tears and nobody's listening to you and it's just why you know, nobody's it's listening to you. And then when somebody gives that back to you, yeah. then you realize you actually haven't yeah. said anything. Yeah. 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 And if I say, Okay, this is what I'm thinking about this, this is what I'm feeling. Yeah. I don't know what I feel about that yet. Mm. Can I have a couple of days? Okay, what does that mean? And that's is where you need to start getting definite because six weeks later, we have swept the issue under the carpet yeah. and we are not back to it. In three days, can we come back to this? Yeah, that's, so good. Very in, that's good. So in three days, I don't have a complete answer yet, but this is what's come to me. Yeah. We have progress. <clears throat> yeah. And immediately we can kind of relax into mm. something. Mm. No, it's good. I, I think a lot of arguments get, get left Unresolved, and I think in the background they're building up and building up and building up. That is so important. What you just said, this this consistency. But when we do that, it means we don't necessarily need immediate resolution or solution. For some Mm. things, we might. Yeah. But if we're talking about an issue, that becomes really important. So think about some of the sexual stuff that you have. So you express fantasy. I don't know about that yet. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about it. We're opening a communication. Yeah. 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 And it's a journey. It's a progress. It's an ongoing experience. So I'm going to go think about it. Maybe I'm going to read something. Maybe I'm going to talk to somebody else. I'm going to get a different perspective. Mm. I can start to bring something different. Or my first response might be an immediate shutdown. Yeah. If I sit with Mm. that a little bit, maybe something else can come from underneath. So my first response to your suggestion about a clismophilia experimentation evening is no. <laughs> but no I think about, let me Google that. But, <laughs> I, but I think about this. We will reveal it shortly. <laughs> but I think about this a little bit, and all of a sudden, maybe, what about there? Ah, okay. We're opening a dialogue. Yeah, and that's, I think the thing is as well, if, especially with fantasies and mm. those, you, the ability to be able to bring it up, even if the answer is no, to bring up the suggestion, to mm. be heard, I think most people are, are be so, so pleased with just Absolutely. that amount of progress. Absolutely. And that's what's so important. Yeah. So, some friends of ours are on the line, an absolutely wonderful couple. We'll call them Roxy. And, and Bennett. How about <laughs> Roxy and Bennett? Bennett. It's a minister in Israel. I'm not sure he's happy with that. Well, whether he is or isn't. Roxy and Bennett. <laughs> Hi, guys. Good morning. Hi, Good morning. Roxy. Hi. This woman just has a voice that is a voice of melting. Gold. <laughs> so, so you guys have some amazing communication in your relationship. 
Yes, we do. I'll actually be communicating on behalf of uh, Bennett Mr. Bennett this morning, as he's he's stuck in a meeting. Okay. Um, and uh, I think that's probably the key to our happy relationship is that I do all the communication. Um, <laughs> so you and Claire are going to get on fantastically. <laughs> Please don't give her any tips. <laughs> give me tips. Give me tips. <laughs> What's the secret to listening for you? Um, I must be honest. I've been. It's been quite interesting listening uh, to your talk this morning, and um, I must just say, communication—not just sexual communication. You know, general communication mm. in a relationship is absolutely key. I don't believe you could have a successful relationship um, without it, and it is very difficult. It's exceptionally difficult opening yourself up. You know, even just sort of in general everyday mm. things, uh, being able to say to your partner, uh, I don't like the way you make my cup of tea or um, <clears throat> please don't leave your mm. smelly socks uh, outside the laundry basket. You know, it's not always easy to communicate, mm. but I think if you can open yourself up and communicate, it definitely does strengthen mm. your relationship. So it, it's a vulnerable um, space, and, and you have to be willing to be vulnerable in it. Because it sounds like a criticism. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so an, interesting, an interesting way kind of to do that is often to start your communication with something positive. Yeah. I yeah. love you, and I would really appreciate it if you'd put your socks in Oh my God, I'd be saying I love you 10,000 times a day. <laughs> well, that's not such a terrible thing by itself. You know, sure. I enjoy living with you. Maybe. Claire. And I would appreciate it if you. I think, Claire, for you, it might be better to say, I love you. Here's a list of things I'd like you to stop doing. <laughs> that might be better. I pushed you. So you do become vulnerable. But if you want to have a successful relationship, you have to be willing to be vulnerable. Yeah. 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 Definitely. And you have to Absolutely. be willing to take criticism as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I do. Believe me. I do. It's like, I, mean, I do need yeah. to learn. Yeah. Yeah. We, have, we have big, broad shoulders. <laughs> <laughs> but it is really, you. really important. I love you. Pick this yeah. up from the floor. <laughs> and in that becomes... I, I think... Yes, carry on, Roxy. Sorry, Roxy. Uh, no, sorry, I was just going to say, I think in terms of communication, people often think that communication is only about negative things, um, and that's why they don't communicate, mm. because they think, well, I only have something bad to say to you, um, because I don't like the way you make my tea, so I'm just not going to say it at all. But as you say, John C., if you can uh, communicate about the good things, you know, it it then opens up the door to be able to express those things that are not maybe ideal in your relationship. You know, I'm I'm proud of you for this, or I love the way that you do this. Mm. However, this is something that maybe we can work on together, or maybe we can try together. And I think communication is not just about bad things, uh, mm. you know, or negative things. And I think a lot of the time people feel that that is what communication is about so if you can start the dialogue with positive things and mm. things that you appreciate and enjoy about one another and then work towards the things that maybe you need to work on as a couple or that you feel you want to express or things that your partner might not be too excited about you know open with those positive uh, mm. dialogues and you know work on work on your communication from there i think it's about um, timing as well isn't it i think if you've got something negative to say 
even if you can put it in a positive way, I think it, if it if it can be taken as criticism, you've got to time it well. You can't. Someone can't be going through a terrible ordeal and then you pick that moment to say, mm, "I don't like the way you do this." Yeah. So the interesting <laughs> thing with that is, and I teach this to every single couple who come to see me and single people as well, is simply to take you you make the time to have these kind of communications. Yeah. These are not communications around everyday stuff. They're not happening because the way often we communicate is we're multi-leveling, mm. which means we're talking about a whole lot of things at once, especially mm. if you have kids, you have a family, so you're talking about the kids, you're talking about what's happening at home, you're talking about work, you're talking about arrangements for the weekend, and in between all that, you're trying to put a little bit of emotional or relationship stuff in between yeah. all that. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't happen. Yeah. Yeah. For these kind of conversations, you make the time. Hmm. And you sit down somewhere separate Have a glass of wine Light some candles Sit in the bath Go sit in the garden Doesn't matter what You make the time for it Yeah And it's not happening all at once It's not at the end of the day When there's chaos Yeah Yeah Yeah. And it's not spontaneous It's not just erupting out of you No And when you do that You're bringing a consciousness You're bringing an intention A purpose to that Hmm. And Mm -hmm. immediately That puts it in a different space Okay What do you think about that Roxy? No, absolutely. I absolutely agree. Um, and something that I know uh, that myself and my very, very handsome man have done is um, he is a good looking. Been boy. watching your. He is. I can't deny it. Um, something I have that to say, he's not as good looking as you. <laughs> oh come on, Janti! Just Janti. Thank you, Janti. So sweet. Um, We've recently watched uh, John T's Couples Connection DVD set again. They are just incredible. We didn't and pay her. Something that we promise. You- Plug. No. <laughs> no, it's real. It's really good. You can't yeah. find this shit anywhere. It's like the best. <laughs> Honest. No, it, it really is. And it's something that you can kind of watch uh, again every few months as sort of refresher. Mm. And we've recently done that. And it kind of reiterates it to us again that you need to take, as you say, take that time, even if it's the five or ten minutes before you go to bed just quiet put your phone down switch the tv off dim the lights uh the kids are in bed the dogs are sleeping everyone's been fed everyone sorts it out world just peace take five or ten minutes just connect with one another again and it doesn't necessarily need to be a sensual collect uh, connection which is amazing and if you can do that do that um but it could literally just be lying looking at one another in bed, mm. lying facing each other, uh, holding hands, speaking about your day, speaking about the the things in your day that, you know, we're good, we're bad, you know, speaking about just general things, speaking about how are you feeling, you know, just have that 5, 10, 15 minutes. And often I find we, we end up lying down and you're just too tired, but let's just speak for a few minutes. And two hours later, just we're still talking and we, mm. you know, we're having intimate time with one another. And it's so, so, so important. Yeah. Yeah. What you say is, is vital. And I was actually talking about this yesterday with some couples that I was working with. And one of the analogies that I used was think about the, 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 the time and the effort, the energy, the work that you put into other parts of your life. Hmm. That you put into your business, that you put into exercise, that you put Hmm. into other aspects of life. Your relationship is more important than any of those. Yeah. 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 What do you do on a daily basis to nurture your relationship? Yeah. 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 And if you don't do that every day, it doesn't mean that it needs to be eight hours of that. Yeah. But if you cannot take five, 10, 15, 20 minutes to do that every day, 
what is your relationship? What is the value that you're putting in your relationship and in your partner? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. I think mo- most of us have just been, it's like you say, you're never taught to do these things. Yeah. So we, we, we just sort of think a relationship either works or it mm. doesn't work. And it's as simple as that. A, way, a relationship takes work. That's to it. work. And mm. it's a skill. So love, for example, it doesn't matter how much you love somebody, that is not enough to have a good relationship. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And learning skills like this, and when we learn them when we're younger, they become easier. Mm. Because we learn to express our feelings. Mm. We learn to share them. We learn to share them in a way that becomes appropriate. Yeah. Yeah. And to own them. Yeah. It's okay to feel angry. Yeah. It's okay to feel hurt. Yeah. How do you express that and what do you do with it? Yeah. It's tough stuff. <laughs> it's tough, but, but it's 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 making time. It's doable. It starts yeah. there, and also it's not the end of the world. No. No. And Roxy, I think when we spoke also before the show, just from talking to you a little bit, I understand. You know, people think, no, I wasn't born to it. I was Christian, Jewish, gay, whatever. You know, I'm gay. We don't do it. Or, you know, people like to to actually box themselves. And just from hearing you, mm-hmm. and knowing your story. It's, you know, the most normal couples sit and decide one day that they just want more from life. They just mm-hmm. want more. And, yeah, and you can, you can control the way you react as well. You know, when people say, oh, it's my Irish temperament. No, it's not. You're angry and you're choosing this way to express yeah. it. So do you want to live from your anger? Yeah. Do you want to live from your hurt? Or yeah. do you want to live from a place of possibility yeah. that says, I don't know that I have all these answers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But we're opening this thing and... It's one of the biggest things of expanding the perspective on relationship. We spoke about this a few weeks ago. That if you give your relationship a little bit of a different perspective that says it is a space for growth, for exploration, for understanding, hmm. possibilities open. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't have all the answers and I don't have them today. But if there's a little bit more than there was yesterday, yeah. that becomes amazing possibility. Yeah. Can I share something very small? Tiny. And very quickly. Yeah, I know you always want me to come quick. That's why I learned to orgasm (laughs) so quickly. Um, Because you have this amazing habit of doing this right at the end of the show. Well, we need two hour show. It's not my fault. Anyway, I'll I'll record myself in voice notes. Okay, Casper, you're only getting an hour today. exactly. So I just want to share that once you feel vulnerable, once you feel not in your comfort zone, once you feel actually this is scary, or once you feel that actually there is something that you're very unhappy with, you don't know the solution, but there is something that tells you, I know that it can be better. Go for it. Go with it. Don't block yourself. You know, so many times in this journey of growth, and Jonti taught me that, you just feel so exposed. And you think, wow, if I'll agree to this, what will happen? If I'll talk about that, who am I? And it's such a deep, deep mirror. But as Jonti said, Start with small bits mm. and doesn't mean you're not in the right direction because you're going within mm. and you're going with your own truth and you must own yourself. Own it. Yeah. Mm. One of the biggest things about growing and healing and expanding is being willing to be uncomfortable. Yeah. yeah. And that's not a bad thing. No, but that's how you learn, I think. Yeah. So putting well, yeah. yourself out there. Yeah. Yeah, Roxy, thank you so much for sharing with us. It's a pleasure. Thank it's you really for It's uh, really appreciated. That's a pleasure. Lovely hearing from you. And uh, hopefully I get to see you and I get to see the very beautiful Tomas soon. I think we need to we would like arrange to. a coffee day. 
We would like that enormously. Or a play date or something. <laughs> Four o'clock. Or some kind of day. Yeah, okay. We'll be out of here in, in, in two minutes. Okay, we're, we're coming your way. We're free. All right. <laughs> See you now. Yeah. Go and look at the picture that I put on Facebook and Instagram this morning about coffee. It's, it was a really special coffee. And we've got to go have one of those. Okay. Wonderful. Have a wonderful Bye, Roxy. Day. Kisses to Mr. Bennett. <laughs> Fantastic. Let's go back to Clismophilia for a moment, shall we? I thought it had been forgotten. I thought I was going to go home and Google <laughs> don't it. Get away that <laughs> it wouldn't be that, that exciting. Yeah, I so want to. It might be relish. <laughs> Close your ears. By the way, suspense. You just now got also this uh, one of the tools. Suspense and anticipation. anticipation. Yeah. You know that amazing line from Rocky Horror? Anticipation. Is <laughs> <laughs> now the time to say that I've never seen Rocky Horror? Stop it. Sorry. You, Don't admit are you being sorry. serious? I'm sorry, everybody. Your education Calissa, is not that complete. It's embarrassing. Yeah, I would be really embarrassed about that. That's why I, I love you, and that's embarrassing. Yeah. So I have a copy at home that I bought a little while ago, and I will happily, happily lend it to you. Okay, that sounds good. And I'm I sure Claire will watch it again. And I th- it's, you should watch it like it. every year or something. <laughs> and I think the fact that they are remaking that is just horrendous beyond. It's oh, like yeah. there are some things in this world you do not fuck with. <laughs> yeah. That's it. It's like was, what was that other one they remade recently? Footloose and Fame. It's like, what? Be creative and come up with something, something new. new. Absolutely. Okay. Clismophilia is the pleasure you get from giving or receiving enemas. Enemas. Yes. Oh, goodness gracious. I was so <laughs> not there. No. Okay. No. That gives my five-year-old, you know, when I was five and got lots of enemas for different reasons, most of them medical. Mm-hmm. Uh, that gives but that's where the, that starts for a lot of people because at some point it uh, becomes it's pleasurable. Like, okay. So it's like a childhood. But giving enemas is, pr- is pleasurable as well. So for you some mean, people, that's the arousal. Colonics, so some you people, could, their jo- you could their get people job. who go into medicine just for that reason. Absolutely. <laughs> give, you know, He's a em- shitty em- doctor. Absolutely. What can I say? <laughs> <laughs> so that is Clismophilia. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> well, he might have had it. An enema or two along the way. Listen, <laughs> it's olive, wonderful to do an enema an before olive, sex or an, anal play. It's yeah, wonderful. It's a really so, important yeah. part of preparation. It's very important. But an Beautiful, warm enema can be absolutely amazing. Take your words. Listen, don't, yeah. don't knock it until you've tried it. it. Okay, remember, voice. it's all this wonderful okay. world of experimentation. <laughs> so send us voice notes even in the middle of the so, week if you listen to the podcast. Um, yeah, we'd love to hear your experiences of this. And it's been really cool, guys. Thank you. Thank, thank you very much this morning. I really enjoy being with you guys in the studio. Yeah, well, thank, thank you for thank adding you. to my, vo- my vocabulary. Clismophilia. Yeah. And maybe even adding to your experience. <laughs> the number again is plus two seven seven nine seven four eight twenty ninety. We are doing something really cool for next week. We are talking about games and adventures and fun you can have on holiday. Can you have sex on the beach without getting sand everywhere? Mm, I came up real with stories. A, I came up with a solution. I got some idea of how that works. In truth, you can't, but there's possibilities to make it easier. So oh, I need to hear your tips. So that's we are talking. Let's stick around for another hour. <laughs> okay. With a P. That's what we are talking about <laughs> for next week, which is all sorts of really and some really cool games you can play on your phone with your partner. Ooh. Sounds good. And you could even create little groups. Does that sound creepy? Special friends <laughs> that you can have lots of fun with. 
So that is what we are doing. <laughs> Eat lots of pussy also. Next week. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you know, there's this whole thing running around of how oral sex is actually helps you not get cancer for men and women, like giving blowjobs. And licking pussy becomes this amazing. <laughs> Joe, do you must be a Who came up with that one? <laughs> Go and research it, and you will be amazed at what you find. Because remember this: everything that exists within us has a purpose. Mm. So sexual fluids, bodily fluids, have much bigger purpose than we are actually aware of. <laughs> so it's like have giving giving blowjobs stops people getting yeah. cancer. Sounds like something a man would come up with. <laughs> well, yep. absolutely. We wish you all so much pleasure. Here is a very special uh, birthday song for somebody. And thank you again.